podcast. Movie, movie, 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 podcast. Are you getting it? Is the movie filming under the fake name of Freezer Burn? Welcome to the Movie, movie, podcast, everybody. Episode number 38, I believe. I'm your host, Tiggs. And with me, as always, are Alex. Hey. Peter. It's Peter. And Russ. Woo! <laughs> Russ, the most excited of the bunch. Hey! And because I think we're we're going to be talking about two of Russ's favorite films so far this year, uh, Oblivion, Pain and Gain. Uh, we're going to start with Oblivion. So can we get the Russ down? Yes, we can get the Russ down because it out right. <laughs> up, up, up. All right, cool. Oblivion, uh, rated PG-13. Wait, why am I talking about what it's rated? That's irrelevant. <laughs> that's a first. That's a rust, that, that's rust down a, first. That's a, that's a rust down first. It's been a while. Uh, okay. Oblivion, directed by Joseph Kaczynski. A veteran assigned to extract Earth's remaining resources begins to question what he knows about his mission and himself. Now, that's just funny because it says a veteran. Yeah. Like a, like well, a, like a yeah, non-vet? Yeah. <laughs> It's 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 strange how even in movies that take place in the future and they try to call someone a veteran, you're just like, nope. it, the word sounds so weird. Nope, that doesn't fit to any other wars except that one in which made the veterans crazy. Oh jeez, right. wow. So, um, yeah, and forced more, most of them into a horrible life of trucking. Oh gosh, oh, not God, even not again. again. Just, can we? We have to leave them alone. We we got to. We're almost six months trucker free. <laughs> so this guy directed. We Trump got our Francis. chips. Oh really? You did Tron Legacy? Yeah, yeah. And that's Couldn't it. you tell from everything? Uh, cause, yeah, because this guy, like, I I thought Tron Legacy was pretty good, but I also thought at the same time it was kind of it was pretty. It had a great soundtrack, but it was kind of boring. If, if, if you want to be I honest about it, already like Tron. Tron Legacy would be terrible. Yeah, yeah. But I like Tron. Yeah, exactly. I didn't know if because the first Tron's also pretty slow paced. I didn't know if it was just Joe Kaczynski or if it was just Tron. It turns out it's both. Yeah. Yeah, this movie did feel super long. Uh, that's kind of going to be the whole, the whole theme yeah. of the day. But uh, this movie did feel long. Yeah, totally. I feel like there were like there were two bulletin points with this movie that they had. And it was like one was like, where can we rip off another movie in this scene? <laughs> and two was, how can we get a shot of this dick plane in another scene? <laughs> yeah, that dick plane did a lot. Yeah. That was in every, like, it was just constantly getting into a dick plane. It was really weird. And then, like, the dick plane apparently could be operated from, like, from anywhere. Like, she could operate the dick plane. He could operate the dick plane. If he got lost, she sent the dick plane. Like, (laughs) dick plane got around. God. Yeah. It was fun because Melissa Leo reprised her role from Flight. (laughs) Yep. Southern creepy lady. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Is I expect everything. I think she's in everything now. Why is she Jude Law in this late into her career? <laughs> she's just on like one set, and they just keep filming like different green screens behind her. Well, I, I feel like in the next room is uh, Vincent D'Onofrio doing his performance from uh, in Sinister. That's the one. Oh, not, yeah, where he's just he's just the professor talking over Skype. Yeah. <laughs> I expected her to have the same uh the secretary the same that brings her coffee. Yeah. Literally calls it in. Uh, yeah, but, but uh, it, it's weird. It's it, this is a movie that I don't 
it did really well its first weekend, but I, I have the feeling that everyone who wanted to saw it saw it, and no one really cares about it anymore. Yeah. yeah. But I also don't really want to spoil, because I think if, I think if you walk in knowing the spoilers, you're <laughs> not going to like it at all. You're just going to be bored sitting there. Yeah. But not that if you don't know the spoilers, you're going to love it. No, because I mean, give yourself a chance and not read about this film. And not to say that it takes an original turn or anything like that, but it does take an interesting turn. I think it, it takes yes. a turn. <laughs> I think it's 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 most it's, its largest attempt at screwing with your mind is its most unoriginal. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I think if like the first fifty percent of what turned out to be true was all it was, I was like, you know, this could be a fun. This could be a good movie. Yep. But just it, seeing the, the trailers, I mean, were you that surprised by the first turn? Oh, no. I don't, yeah, I think we all saw that one coming. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it kind of sucks when, like, maybe this could have been somewhat interesting if I didn't know anything going in. So I think if you haven't seen the trailer, uh, if for some reason this is the first hearing about this movie, <laughs> should I guess go see it? Uh, like, right now, but, like... I mean, it doesn't. It can't really throw too much at you. That's really cool and new. I'll be honest. This movie could have been a pretty good video game. Yeah, and I think like the the plot, like kind of the hamminess of it. Uh, like I feel like that works better. Like I was expecting like Tom Cruise just to be mo capped. That would actually. It probably would have been better. I'm not saying it would have been better, but it would have been pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Because, I mean, this movie's very pretty. I'll give it that. Like, I think it's actually pretty well, you know, pretty well-directed well, design. It's well, it's well shot. But I guess, like, more so than Tron Legacy, like, this movie is has a vacant soul. <laughs> and, and I don't mean that, like, in a... Well, no, I mean it. It's I think not it's, good. I think it's missing no. an effeminate Michael Sheen. Right. Uh, Weirdly enough, Daft Punk also DJing in this movie. <laughs> but it's it's just like you have for a for a movie that's over two hours. Like I honestly can't really rem- like re- figure out for the life of me why the fuck it's so long. Yeah, yeah. Why was this movie as long as it was when when the character when all of like. The Morgan Freeman characters are criminally underused. Yeah, I, I was happy to see Jamie Lannister getting more roles and getting work, but the most, yeah. the most like classic setup for. But like, why would guy like, who, who, hates, who hates the main character but has to work with them and learns to trust him? But for just his character only works because you've seen that character before. They don't actually earn any of it. Yeah, like, you know, you know what this is supposed you know, to be like, and, and Zoe, blow right through it. Yeah, did Zoe Bell say a line? She, she did not. No, she, no. Had, she did not say a single thing. Why was she there? That's distracting. If if you know an actress, granted, Zoe Bell's not like known, recognizable to everybody. But if you know who she is and you know her name, the fact that she doesn't have a line is difficult. <laughs> I will say, at least we know which studio owns the rights to ramble on this month. So, that's <laughs> yeah. even like Morgan Freeman, you would have thought like this movie would have had him being like the voiceover person. Because oh, he doesn't he, do a lot. He explained so much to Tom Cruise, which was fantastic. <laughs> you think you know everything? <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, all right. Uh, that red-headed lady was pretty cute. Yeah, who yeah. is that? I don't know. I, Riseboro. I don't know, I don't she know who she is. She was in like the Mitchell and Webb movie. 
Oh, oh really? um, the, the one of them is Magicians? What yeah. I can't remember the name of it. I think it's like Magicians. Oh, okay. <laughs> nice. Like, I get, what gets me about this movie more than just like how it's so long and nothing really happens and it's kind of <laughs> stupid. <laughs> wow. You know grinds my gears. <laughs> it's like, how did it get made? Like, how did Universal say, like, hey, um, untested property no one knows about? Let's take that guy that did Tron Legacy, which is yeah. at best a moderate success, and let, let's give him $150 million, and Tom Cruise will sign on. How did this happen? I, I don't know. And, I and I, because it was, it was, it's based on a graphic novel that apparently oh, the, guy wrote. The, the director, that's like his graphic novel. Oh. I feel like it might work a little bit better as a graphic. He's like yeah. dad wrote the studio. Like, <laughs> nice. No, like I, I mean, I think it's awesome that he tried to make like a slow-paced kind of older style sci-fi movie uh-huh. that, like, you know, maybe. I, I mean, I guess like you know, kind of like if you like the pace of like Solaris or something like that, maybe uh, you'd be wow. really into this. <laughs> Um, but like I, I mean, again, I give him credit for it, but it just—it's the appeal seems really narrow. Yeah, it's—it's been—it's one of those movies that it's—it's—it's it's, it's a big—it's a big uh, futuristic set based on a comic book, and they got Tom Cruise to do it, and I'm sure produce some of it. So they were like, okay, why not? Right. But it—it it had to cost a lot more than it. It, it, like it had a good opening weekend, but I think it's I think it's lost a lot of its audience. And, but I think like hit, what, what what helps the movie along is Tom Cruise's international appeal. It'll make it'll make yeah. its money back, and it'll probably make turn a little bit of a profit. But to me, it just doesn't seem like a movie I would greenlight. Uh-uh. Yeah, you guys want to rate it? Yeah, yeah, I do. All right, uh, Pete. Then I, I didn't say I wanted to go first. <laughs> well, you're going first anyway. All right, I'm I'm gonna give it uh, two and a half. It's maybe maybe even three because I mean, granted, it's 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 one of those movies that you're just gonna forget very easily. If you have any desire to see it, might as well go see it in the theaters because it is it is it is uh well shot. It's real pretty. That girl had a nice butt. Um, they uh, <laughs> and it's it's one of those movies that if I say even if if I tell you, hey, you know it was pretty good, you should see it, and you ended up renting it, I don't think you'll enjoy it in your living room. No, yeah, no. no. Uh, but yeah, that's 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 what I have to say. Uh, Alex, what do you think? Yeah, I, I I'm gonna say two and a half. Um, really overused sci-fi cliches. Um, I think that it's it's a really pretty movie. There's nothing explicitly wrong with the film. Like that's the thing. It's like like I think it's it's. It's not like offensively bad. It's just like it really doesn't do anything new or that exciting. And I think the design is 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 cool. I think the world looks all right um, in terms of like you know the, the ships and and everything like that. Um, but once you kind of figure out the the plot twists and once they're shown to you, I mean. There's no reason to watch this movie again. Um, I would say it's totally something that, like, if you can go to, like, a matinee showing, uh, you know, see it early for cheap, it's definitely worth seeing on, like, the big screen because it doesn't look good. Uh, but other than that, maybe wait for the Blu-ray. All right. There you uh, go. Yeah. Russ, what do you think? Um, I wish we were doing this with more decimal places. They'd probably give it, like, a 2.85. <laughs> but I'll round it up and just call it a three. 
Um, it, it's it's as a film, it's it's the definition of average. Um, it it looks again like everybody says it's beautiful. It's beautifully shot. Uh, the world that he constructs, I think Kuczynski has a really a really good knack for that. I thought the M eighty three music was kind of great. Really worked well in the movie, but it's like when your music is more dramatic than your movie is trying to be, it kind of doesn't work. And all of the stuff with the people didn't work. (laughs) (laughs) You made a really awesome movie where if it was just like robots and shit, sure, great. But (laughs) you put people in it and didn't give them anything to do. So that's what kind of knocks it down a notch for me. It's completely average, and it's worth seeing if you like a Tom Cruise movie. All right. And I am going to give this two and a half copies of Blue Oyster Cult's Agents of Fortune because he shows it at one point, and then they don't use Don't Fear the Reaper, which really annoyed me. Uh, This movie was okay. It was a little bit slow-paced. I thought the first hour of this movie was actually pretty enjoyable and engaging, and then... That just kind of went off on far too many uh, sci-fi cliches to to really just stay truly credible the whole time and just keep it interesting because you just knew what was going to happen. Uh, like there was a trench run. Uh, anyway, I feel like they went to like the TV tropes page for sci-fi movies <laughs> and just like checked off all the boxes. <laughs> it was it was like there was just a bunch of people who were watching just sci-fi original movies. <laughs> Um, next, but there weren't any animals that were much bigger than their yeah. normal. There were no mosquitoes, unfortunately. <laughs> oh my god, a mosquito would have been awesome. Crocosaurus. <laughs> Spoiler alert: Tom Cruise is a mosquito. <laughs> oh, in general, in real life. In, oh god! All right, I've got, so I've got pictures. Before we get incriminated, uh, can we move on to the next movie, uh, Pain and Gain? Can we get the rust down for that? Yeah, we can. Oh yeah, Pain and Gain. <laughs> directed by Michael Bay. A trio of bodybuilders in Florida get caught up in an extortion ring in a kidnapping scheme that goes terribly wrong. Okay, so I didn't see this. So should I? Oh, um, no. It's, yeah. I say yeah. If you know exactly... If, if, if you think that Michael Bay is taking a departure from the types of things he likes to do and you're excited about that, don't see this. Okay. It's everything that Michael Bay does right. in his movies when stuff's not blowing yeah. up. That's oh yeah. It's it's God. directed. It's directed like you were watching the the all the scenes in which um, Shia LaBeouf talked to his parents in Transformers. Oh my God. Well, but it's a, I mean it's, it's a little bit better than that. I mean, okay, Michael Bay has a time machine, and he has gone back to the nineties. Every scene in Bad Boys 2 where, like, there's corpses, like, this is that. Okay. okay. Remember that scene where all the corpses go flying out of the... Yeah. When they're yeah. in the morgue? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, dead bodies while What's-His-Face is on E. Yeah. That's this movie. Yeah, it's like the right. CSI show was changing the scenes. Wait, say that one more time? Never mind. <laughs> I don't know um, but oh, it, it's, it's 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 the weird thing because all the story's super interesting because it's it's tr- well I mean it's most of it's true yeah um 
And a lot of the point, and at one point, they actually remind you on screen that this it's is a true still story. a true story. And you're really? like, that's when it, it, the movie starts to get even better when it reminds you when it's so insane towards the end that this still all happened. Huh. Which is good, but the thing, but which is also which is at its fault is that everything that that the three of these dudes did is so ridiculous and interesting when you think about it as true. But because there's so much, this movie feels so long. It's twenty to yeah. twenty five minutes, way too long. How? What's the runtime of it? It's two te- two hours ten. Wow. Okay. But it but, feels longer. Yeah, it really does. There are like any time like it, they try to take these characters seriously. Yeah, it's like come on. Right. Like, time the music gets all, like, serious Michael Bay. I'm like, dude, just, like, try to stop. St- don't ground these guys yeah. because this is so insane that you can't try to make me identify with these guys. Yeah. yeah. There, was, there was, like, little little scenes that could have been cut because they were, like, trying to see – they were try- just trying to be, like, charming. And if they just stuck to the story and told you exactly what these people did and it was 20 minutes shorter, this would have been – Fantastic, hilarious, and The Rock would have killed it from the beginning. Oh, I, I mean, I still think The Rock was. I still think yeah. he was. He ruled. I just don't think we needed the strippers' backstory. No, no, <laughs> no, we don't. We, we didn't need a lot of that stuff. Backstory, like we didn't need to ever see Ed Harris at home with his wife. Like there, there's so of, much. Like I guess, I guess they were trying to give you a likable character. In Ed Harris, really, his character doesn't but, show up until there's like 40 minutes left. So it's like. Yeah. I don't need a likable character in this movie. I get it. Everybody's a shitty person. <laughs> I, and I mean, the thing about this movie, though, is it's just, it's really fun. Uh, I mean, like, this is probably the most fun I've had in a Michael Bay movie since The Rock. And, and yes, is it, like, racist and everything oh, is and sexist and all of the ists that Michael Bay, like, says that he's doing in, in jest, but we know he's probably <laughs> a Nazi. I love it when they try to make jokes. <laughs> Making fun of racists when it was like Michael Bay. <laughs> you okay. can't atone for everything in one movie. Yeah. He tries really hard. Yeah, and but, I thought like everyone was great. Uh, uh, every, the, like, the main three were fantastic. Oh, uh, yeah. Like Anthony Mackie was really great. You know, we were just talking about him earlier about the pictures of him as Falcon that popped up. Yeah. But he was a lot of fun and almost like seemed to be the most understandable. Yeah. Part. Also, a Mansquito. <laughs> But like Mark, well, I mean, like I mean, they were all really good men. But I'm like, dude, you are like they these guys. I've never seen dumber people. <laughs> oh yeah. So but is I'm, is this worth seeing on a big screen or? I no, I think it's, it's only it's bunch- only because its main problem is it's too long, and seeing it in theater would keep you focused. Okay. I think if you got a big group of people, I say yeah. go and like have fun. It was great. I like when um. Over the weekend, and there was a whole group of like people from the like a gym that went together. Really? Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> were you were you sitting with them? Yeah, I was in Boston behind them. I was not sitting with them. <laughs> but but no, but going with this movie and like uh like a group is actually it's fun because it's so ridiculous that like you can if you can like turn, if you have someone that you can like turn to and like laugh and be like oh my god what's the rock cooking? Eh? Um, Human hands. <laughs> What? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Happens in the movie. What? So like, yeah. he grills human hands. What? So yeah, that's that's the moment when they remind you that it's a real story. That it like it it picks up because you you really get into it more of oh yeah these guys have been funny and stupid and then you're just like these are real people. 
who thought this would all make sense and be something. And like, as and that's I think the fun thing about this movie is, we're, you you have a brain <laughs> as you're watching it, and you've seen enough. Like, and it's funny. He's like, I've seen enough movies to know how to do this or whatever. But you've seen enough movies to know like how to to do how to do this, and like they do everything wrong. Like every little thing that. You shouldn't do these guys do. How would you do it, Russ? <laughs> if I did, maybe I already did. Oh, oh, you all want to know where Brad Mike went? It's obvious. Classic. So okay, so this is a Michael Bay movie just without the explosions. Is that what to you're the saying? Core. Yeah. There's just not an explosion. Interesting. Isn't there one? I think uh-huh. there. Couple maybe. Yeah, when when they crash the dude's car. Yeah. Well, they crash the car and then they blow up the car. Right. Does, does the yeah. car turn into a robot? Sadly, no. Oh. It turns into Tony Shalhoub. But Rebel Wilson does. That well, we all knew that. <laughs> you guys underrate it or? Yeah. 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 All right, Alex. All right. Um, man, I I. I haven't quite thought of uh, a You know what? I'm going to go as far as to say I'm going to give this four. What? <laughs> I had a shitload of fun with this movie. Wow. Four. What? <laughs> All right. Gonna... Yeah, I'm going to give this, uh, yeah, four. Um, four. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> uh, you know what I think that this again I had a great I just had a great experience seeing this movie uh, just like cracking up watching it like wanting to research it more uh, things like that I you know what Michael Bay is a ter- maybe a terrible man uh, who hasn't really done anything of worthwhile and has just been ruining people's childhoods for the last decade but Damn, did he find something that just matched his skill set, like, yeah. perfectly. And I gotta say that, like, I would recommend seeing this one, uh, like, you know, in the theater. I think it's it's just a lot of fun. The Rock is great. And if you are a fan of The Rock, and you know what, he's just entertaining as all hell in this. I had a great time. Awesome. Russ, what do you think? If, again, with the decibels. <laughs> if you could give a movie a 3.74, I would. But we can't, so I'm going to give it a 3.5. Um, I I liked it almost as much as Alex did. The, the length kind of got to me because I was sitting next to just some awful, awful women that wouldn't shut the fuck up. <laughs> and I guess haven't been to a movie in a really long time because they don't know that you just get stock 20 minutes of previews. And they're just like, I want to see my movie! <laughs> Can I please see the movie? So, like, I had to listen to people like that for two and a half hours. Did and they get they were like 55 year old women, and I just hated them. So, that kind of took away from it for a little bit. But, I mean, I'm going to just spend the rest of my time talking about The Rock because he, he's just so awesome in this. And it, awesome in a way I haven't seen yet. Um,. He's such a fun character. I mean, the movie is great because it's just watching stupid people be stupid. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's just as like awful as a Michael Bay movie would be. But I'd like to see him kind of take a step back after these Transformers movies 
and make some smaller films like this. Like if he can find, you know, a story, like stories similar, not necessarily like this, but like smaller films where they can sort of be like kind of wild and batshit, but like fun, like he likes to make them in racist and sexist. <laughs> Hell, I'll watch it. But yeah, it, it's definitely worth seeing if you um, know what you're getting from Michael Bay. If you don't like Michael Bay, I'd stay the fuck away from this. Okay. Yeah. Um. I'll, completely off topic. Oblivion has totally made its money back. Um. It's made two hundred and two million dollars. Worldwide, just in the states. Yeah. Worldwide. No, worldwide. Oh, okay. And that's what that's two weeks. Seriously. Yeah. Pete. Uh, three and a half. Uh, very simply, uh, I really got. I don't have like much to add that has been said already. The length is it's its greatest foe, but I'd see it. I'd see it in the theaters because it's uh it's. It's 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 just something to have fun with, and you don't. I think if you don't pay attention to it, and you don't get wrapped in to the ridiculous story to have that moment of when it reminds you it's real, that it does. What the ending kind of comes real fast, and it makes you more interested in in how the whole film ends. But um, overall, like uh, you know, I don't know. I got nothing else. I don't even know what to say. I won't lie. The way you guys reacted to Alex's four, I thought you were going to both be giving it yeah. a two or something. Well, yeah, give well, it was a little four. Just feels different. <laughs> uh, especially, I, I mean, I guess we're getting close to four land because you've got summer movies, some of which look good. But it's just I haven't, I haven't, I don't think I've given the only thing I've given a four so far this year. I think it's Spring Breakers. Yeah, um, and I still stand by that. But it's just, I guess we're getting into four season. <laughs> I mean, it's, t- it's tough that our, our, our lovely three months of the new year is over in which all movies are 90 minutes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And we're about, about to get time. that. We're about to get that summer of two hour and 10 Ooh. to two hour and 20 minute movies. Iron Man. Iron Man 3 yeah. is what, like 220? I, yep. I assume so. Yeah, it's 220. I looked. I got to figure out what I'm thinking. Star yeah, Trek is insane. Star Trek's going to be 220. Fast 6 isn't going to be long enough. <laughs> um, that's the one. Yeah, that's definitely true. That's the only movie where if it was like, look, it's five hours. Deal with it. <laughs> it's fine. <All> right. <laughs> but that's the thing. Like, I, I would love to see every single version, movie, film version of The Rock that I've seen. I would love to just have them all. I could hang out with all of them. Like, they all seem awesome. Yeah. Except for Snitch, although maybe he can get me out of jail. Yeah, Every go. one of Rock's t-shirts in this film was selected with care by a brilliant person. <laughs> What's funny is I, I saw this movie with Cargo, and I was like, I want that shirt. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a Nike shirt. <laughs> it's just, just a Nike shirt, but I'm like, I want it. <laughs> well, he, says, he, says, he says the uh, the words Rock Bottom in this movie. The Rock yeah, does? He does. All right. Oh, and uh, what's his face says Jabroni. Does he? Yeah. What in the beginning? Um, Anthony Mackie. No, Ken Jeong. Oh yeah, he does. Because of course he, him and Michael Bay is like a marriage made in hell. <laughs> He's gonna be in every Michael Bay movie for in perpetuity. Um, yeah. Do you see Kelsey Grammer just uh, cast as the villain in Transformers Four? That's perfect. Human He's an villain. evil, an evil politician or something. I think so. Not sure. Probably. He's the beast. What? I mean, 
So what's the deal with this? I don't care. Wait, Fuck so it, is bro. it just going to be that episode of Sideshow Bo- of The Simpsons where Sideshow Bob tries to take over Springfield? And they're yes. going to Transformers. So it's just going to be that episode of The Simpsons where Sideshow Bob just tries to take over Springfield? And they're going to yeah. defeat him by showing that, that YouTube video where Kelsey Grammer falls off that stage. No, that is, that's the best thing on the internet. I haven't still. seen it. No, you should so Google it. Google it. He's like really? at Disney World and he just falls. Oh, that's fun. Really? Yeah. It's, 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 he's so angry, too. He's like, oh, dear God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. Let's do some house cleaning here. Why not? You can find us on the web at moviemoviepodcast.com. You can find us on Twitter at moviemoviepc. You can email us. Uh, your- <laughs> what? Just watch Kelsey Grammer fall off the stage. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> You can email us at moviepodcast at gmail.com. You can rate us on iTunes by searching for Priest and the Beekeeper. And that is the name of our improv troupe. And we have a show the third Thursday of every week at Long Island City's The Creek in the Cave with our good friend and stand-up Zach Broussard. The show is called Pickpile, and this month it's May May 16th at 8 o'clock. I don't think we have anyone booked yet, so... All right. So, yeah. Thank you guys for being here with me. Thank you, Jigs. We'll hey, Jigs, I hope you feel better, buddy. Thank you, sir. Yeah. Don't fall off the stage like Kelsey Grammer. I'm going to go watch that. Yeah. <laughs> so, we, oh, yeah, okay. So, um, at some point, when you stop recording. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Uh-oh. Minority Minute on 42. Oh, oh yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Russ wants to talk about 42. Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, and good night. <laughs> wait, we're still re- wait, wait, we're still recording. Do it. Talk about it. That's fine. That's it. It's okay. It's, de- it's decent. It's pretty schmaltzy, but you know, whatever. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> see we'll it if see you, you like next week. Black people. <laughs>